0: Let's Talk Oculus is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to know how to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash playtestvr. What's up, Oculus nerds? I'm Dan from PlaytestVR, and I have with me my co-host. Actually, there is no co-host. Samson is currently away for a road trip for a few days, so I'm going to do a solo episode. Now this could be great, this could be bad, but whatever it is, I hope you still enjoy this one and stick around for the ride, and we'll be back with Samson for our regular scheduled programming next week. So in today's episode, I have a few kind words to read out from our listeners and patrons. I'll be discussing the recent releases on Quest 2, including Sniper Elite VR and Midnight Noir. And for our main topic i'll be addressing the claim that vr is lame right now that was done by a youtuber called mateo 311 and i kind of agree but don't worry if you've just bought a quest 2 or you're kind of worried that you should sell your quest 2 it's not all that bad but more on that later but before we begin if you like what you hear then subscribe to the podcast There's normally a video version up on the YouTube channel, but not today. I figured that everyone who tunes in to the YouTube version of this podcast is only there to see Samsung's great looks, his beard, and his cool settings in the background. And if you want to write into the show, send your questions in to letstalkoculus at gmail.com. And finally, if you want to buy us a coffee, support the channel, and all that good stuff, then throw us a dollar at patreon.com forward slash playtestvr. All right let's get into the listener comments first one is from a new patron called kai he sends some kind words saying i love the show especially how you don't hype too much stuff i mean like i feel like we always hype up synth riders walkabout mini golf pistol whip and walking dead saints and sinners but i appreciate it kai <laughs> he says you just go with the flow of how games apps and accessories feel it feels very much like just hanging out and having a casual conversation, which is great. Thanks so much, Kai, and thanks for being a patron member. Uh, I appreciate that, actually. That's kind of what me and Samson wanted to do in the actual podcast. Just have something more casual, something adhered to just the fans and not all crazy hyped about the latest gear or anything like that. We, we're, we're the people, you know, we're, we want to be the people's podcast, and I'm glad that's um, coming out well. So next we have another patron called Andrew. He says, have been following your YouTube podcast series for a bit now and enjoy the commentary and banter you and Samson have come to have. I look forward to more content and gameplays. Thank you so much, Andrew. Thanks for your kind words and thanks for being a patron as well. Um, I like how you said that you really look forward to the content and Uh, gameplays. Gameplays is something that I really wanna put more and more out onto the channel, so stay tuned for that. I'll have some more announcements right at the end of the show on what I kinda want this channel to go, but thank you so much again. And the next one comes from another patron. So we had three new patrons this week, which is super excited. Um, this one's from Kimberly, who wrote into the show last week. She said, "I really appreciate your podcast. There are many great VR YouTubers, but few that I've found and like who do a regularly scheduled weekly wrap up and discussion like you and Samson. I look forward to the show each week. I don't have many social media followers at all, but I would be happy to support you in any way I can, and I will definitely catch you in the VR realm some sometime." I just picked up Demio yesterday, great game. My husband and I love it. We haven't made it through the first campaign yet, but we have only tried once. Look forward to playing you sometime. Thanks so much, Kimberly. It's actually pretty awesome that you picked Demio up and your husband and both you love it as well because I remember when you first wrote your question, your husband wasn't too much into VR and it was more more you. So it's kind of nice that you finally found a game that both of you love to play together. Um, I'm in the same boat. I've only tried it once as well. I only got it last week. I've only tried it once. I've not had much time to jump back in and plus Samson's been away and he's the only person I kind of know who plays this, so... Um, yeah, definitely, Kimberly, we should definitely dive in, um, especially when Samson's back. We should get a good game going on in Demio, and it's a long game. It's like two to three hours long of a campaign, so it'd be good to get to know you properly. And if anyone else listening wants to jump on a Demio game, then just write in at letstalkoculus at com. And finally, we have Craig. Now Craig is actually provides us with the topic of episode 8. Now, if you recall, he brought a quest and wanted suggestions on what games and experiences he wanted to check out. Well, after that episode, he followed up, saying, Thanks so much for your suggestions. I love Moss, Pistol Whip, and Walkabout. Those are the games I picked up from your recommendations. Just such a cool platform. Also, he p- plugs his gamer tag. So his gamertag is Cliff Saccord. I will put that in the um, show notes below. He says he's a big Rocketeer fan, if anyone gets the reference. And he's welcome to play. So thanks Cliff, I will definitely add you. I don't think I have yet, so I will definitely add you after the show. Also, those those are great choices. Moss, Pistol Whip, and Walkabout. You know, Walkabout are constantly updating. Pistol Whip has got a big update coming out in the next month or so. It's quite imminent, uh, the Smoke and Thunder update. And also Moss just announced that they have the second version of it coming out soon. They just announced that literally about 10 minutes before I started recording on the PlayStation uh, Showcase. So that's exciting. So if you love Moss, definitely you're going to probably love the second one. So thanks Cliff once again, thanks for writing in and thanks to all of the people who did write in. It's so humbling to get those messages. It really drives me and Samson forward as more and more episodes come out. It really pushes us to put more out and put the best content out that we can do for you. Now, just remember, before I move on, if you want to be a part of the show by writing in, write in to letstalkoculus at gmail.com. I feel like I've seen that said that three more times, I will not say it again, <laughs> I promise. But I love getting your questions, I love getting the emails in, It's it's really nice to see. So, let's move on. So from last week's show, Samsung mentioned that he picked up Midnight Noir. And now Midnight Noir is a VR experience. It's a VR film, actually, to, to be politically correct on that one. Uh, it's a 45 minute experience. It's similar to something like Wolves of the Walls, if you've played that one before. That's a very popular one that I that I actually really love. Um, but he played that last week and he really liked it. So this week I've had the pleasure to be playing Midnight Noir. Um, actually, the people who produced the film actually sent me a copy. So thanks to thanks to those for sending me one. Um, it's really good. It's really, really good. It's a, it's a really good experience. Now, I'll give you a little bit of the premise of what the experience is. I don't want to give too much because it is only a 45-minute experience. I don't want to just ruin it because it's not that long in the end of the day but essentially you're this um, you're this girl who has a crazy uncle, shall I say, um, and basically he's getting up to some shady business, some shady business. So he gives you a camera at one stage and you have to go around with your camera and kind of just like take photos of him and just see what he's up to, because he's up to, like I said, some shady business. It's called Midnight Noir. Um, that's all I really want to say about the storyline. I don't really want to tell you much more um, about that, but on to the actual um, experience itself. The graphics is beautiful. It's really beautiful. It's like something like a, it's like a Pixar film in a way, or if you, if any of you remember that film called Coraline, that wasn't a Pixar film, but it was a really good animated film, and it really reminds me of that, the art style uh, with this one. It has cool music as as well, um, and I think these experiences, like I've said in the past, with Wolves of the Walls, um, Paper Birds, there's a, there's a bunch of other ones. They are so essential to making this platform excel, in my opinion, because these are the experiences that are going to convert these non VR users and non non like gamers in a way to using VR. Um, this is definitely for everybody. It's for your for your mother. It's for your father. It's for your grandma. It's for your granddad. You know, it's for the, for these people as well who who just want an easy experience, just to just to dive in, get a little taste of what VR is like. Because there is a little bit of interactivity. Um, in my opinion, it's not as much as say Wolves of the Walls. I probably compare it to Wolves of the Walls a lot because that is probably my favorite one on the uh, favorite like VR film that you could that you can buy on the Quest too. But essentially, it's not as interactive as that. There's a lot of just watching. And in the end, it is a VR film, but at the same time, it is a is an excitable experience. And I would probably rate it from my first uh, watch through. I'd probably rate it like four out of five stars. I think it's really good. If if Wolves of the Walls for me is five out of five, then I would probably put it just a step below. Uh, it's not as good um, because I think what Wolves of the Walls does fantastically is that it, it, the immersion is ridiculous the, that game that or well, that experience or film shall i say is all about the immersion i remember when you first uh, segue to wolves of the Walls for a second unfortunately i don't have samson here to keep me on check but I, you know what it's a solo show i'm going to continue so with Wolf, the, wolves of the wolves if you've not played this before you have this little girl uh, and you 're basically investigating the house with her who, who she believes that there's actually wolves in the walls of the house um, and once again i won 't give away the story again, but the thing is because you 're like in her bedroom, you like crouch down you're, you you kneel onto the floor and search and whisper with her you 're like her imaginary friend um and it's it 's so immersive and it does have some really good interactive elements to it. Where this one, it's not as immersive in my opinion. However, it's still a really good watch, and I think it's eight ninety nine on the store. Um, I'm I live in Canada, so my Canada price is a little bit more than that. Um, but I believe is what Samson said last time is eight ninety nine US. Um, so probably eight pound ninety nine if you're in the UK, um, and. It's. I would say it's well worth it for $8.99, well worth it. If if you're really into them, if you've played Wolves on the Walls and you want a new experience, I couldn't recommend this one enough. Um, It's it's beautiful to look at, but just, just be wary if you're going in and you've already played Wolves on the, Wolves on the Walls, it's not going to be as good as like an interactive, immersive experience. But with that said, it's still very good, and I loved it. I I did love it and it's kind of nice in a way because you can just stand there or you'd want to stand you don't want to sit down because there's like a 360 element uh, to the actual interactivity Um, but I actually loved it it was a nice like 45 minute break from your standard VR games and I know a lot of people complain especially after that Oculus Gaming Showcase a few months ago that vr especially for oculus quest 2 it's just all about shooters or violence it's either shoot 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 or punch 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 and there's not much of these type of experiences or or platformers like moss uh, available and i i kind of agree but at the same time i feel like just those shooters uh, we'll talk about sniper elite later on just always get the spotlight and i think these just get um thrown underneath a little bit so people tend to miss all these great VR experiences that don't have actual shooters and such. So, I think it's a great one if you just want to step away from the shooters for a little bit. Um, and it's a, like I said, it's a great experience for the, f- the whole family or someone just new to VR um, who just wants to get into it. But if you haven't played Wolves of the Walls, I'd probably recommend that one first because I think it's the same price this is still a really good one and the art visual style alone I would say is worth is worth the watch so that's Midnight Noir that's my my take on it Um, I'll probably play it one more time just to see if I have any further thoughts on it and if I do I'll probably talk to you about it in next week's episode Um, but for $8.99 you really can't go wrong with this title now before we move on to Sniper Elite VR I just want to slightly apologize in terms of how the flow of this podcast is. I'm already realizing that it's kind of hard to keep talking and talking and talking for so long without actually pausing so I want to try and chop it up a little bit. I have actually really appreciate having a co-host like Samson who can just talk for ages and ages about something and I can just be quiet and and gather my thoughts and such so it's gonna be a little bit wild but hey We're halfway there, um, we're talking about Sniper Elite VR right now, and um, this is a game that's always been on my anticipated list since it got announced, and it got announced when the Quest 2 got shown off as well, you know, back in September of 2020. Now, I haven't played this game yet, it came out today, I haven't got a chance to play it yet, Um, but I've seen the reviews, and it seems like it's pretty decent, so I'll probably have more thoughts on it next week after I do get my hands on it. But I just want to go off what we've heard from the reviews so far because I was also generally super excited for Medal of Honor. Now, for those people who are just on Quest 2 that don't have the PC VR, you'd have not obviously played the Medal of Honor franchise uh, on the Quest 2 uh, through the link cable, but I do have a video on it on my channel and I did like Medal of Honor, but it got a lot of stick. And I understood what that stick was in terms of the performance, uh, it did run perfectly well on my computer. I was kind of one of the lucky ones, but um, I could see in terms of the different chapters the problem it had with um, just the flow of the game, and the multiplayer was just non-existent. A lot of issues with Medal of Honor, and it came in. I think it was like like fifty-five bucks or something. Like it was like a full-price um, PS5 game type thing, uh, and I think that was a, also a different, definitely a problem as well. Um, And it was only on PC VR. So I think that's the problem with PC VR titles sometimes is uh, PC games in general is that the performance really depends on your hardware and The good thing is with Sniper Elite VR because they made it for the quest 2 And the quest 2 is the well I would say quest 1 as well I guess is the lowest denominator in the VR lineup by miles by absolute miles And the great thing is because they have to accommodate for the lowest denominator, you know for a fact that it's gonna run well or run pretty decently uh, on everything else. So if it runs like decent on the quest one, it's gonna run pretty good on quest two and then it'll be fine in P- on PC VR and PlayStation VR, etc. So that's the kind of blessing in disguise where we have this lowest common denominator um, because then we kind of guaranteed that it's gonna work unlike Medal of Honor uh, did. But Let's just get into the reviews at the moment and overall I've seen like mixed reviews, not like mixed in terms of some are saying great, some are saying bad, but mostly like some are saying it's great and then some are saying it's great, but then it has a couple flaws that it could iron out. Um, so let's dive into that. So first out of the gate, um, we've been told that it's got solid gameplay. Uh, which is great to great to hear. You know, when it comes to VR gameplay, matters more than anything. You know, more than anything, um, because a uh, bad gameplay can break the immersion big time. And uh, what I've heard from the reviews is that it captures uh, the Sniper Elite franchise, the the great things that it does in that franchise, really well in VR, and somewhat better now that you have to reload yourself you know I think that's always been a great thing in games I saw it first in population one myself I know it's been in other games before but when you're reloading these guns you have to actually reload them you don't just press like the x button and it reloads you have to generally reload them you know obviously it's not going to be perfectly realistic but you got to pull out the clip you pull out the clip you put the magazine in, and then you gotta like uh, load it up and you know that's also that's that's always like when when I first saw that in Population 1, I was like, oh, I hate this. This is terrible. Like it takes me so long I'm gonna get I'm gonna die or whatever. But then that's what VR is all about. You want something more realistic or more like the real thing Because then in the game like Sniper Elite VR say you're in a in a nest uh, up at the top there and you you shoot and you miss and then you've only got one bullet in the sniper right you have to reload um or at least uh, i'm pretty sure all snipers are just one bullet until you reload um and let me know if i'm wrong in the comments below um in, on the let's talk Oculus, sorry Ah, i mentioned it again damn it <laughs> but yeah so like you, so you you miss so you miss the shot and you have to reload now that your position is now given away by everyone else in in on the field so they now know that you're in the nest and they're just going to shoot, shoot, shoot. And you have to dive down, quickly reload, you know, get all the reload mechanics up and then go like like sneak around a little corner to try and get your aim off. And even with that, like if you see Sniper Elite games or just any other war games or any games that have snipers in, it's always with the controller you have to hold in like the left stick. And when you hold in the left stick, that's when you're like hold your breath and so you get a little bit steady, and it kinda holds it for a few seconds, and then if you're still not taking a shot, then you're all over the place. But The thing is, in VR, you don't need that, because in VR, you need to hold your breath, because I literally think, I think, if you're gonna be aiming, um, you could be like, waving your hands up a little bit, or getting a little sweaty, so your hands are moving, so you wanna literally hold your breath in real life to try and get the shot off, and I think that's an absolutely sick thing, you know, that's what VR is all about, and, that it really gets me excited with this. And that's why I'm super excited with this game. Even with the reviews that said there are some flaws, I'm super excited because of that. I think it's going to be a great immersive experience. And speaking of that, there's um they, apparently the visuals are decent. Obviously, they're not as good as PC or PSVR, but they're decent visuals. And to be honest, I think with a, a VR title for the Quest 2, I think a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but some VR skeptics, they say, they want to be... The best visuals ever they want half-life alex on running on the best graphics ever just to um just to be properly immersed and i actually disagree i don't think it matters as much i think gameplay over visuals i think that happens in vr as well as well as all the other games on you know like on switch or such like gameplay's king in the end of the day and as long as it has decent visuals as long as they don't look like choppy blocks um, then you know, I think it's absolutely fine and what I seen I saw a upload VR comparison between the PC VR and PlayStation VR and the Quest 2 um, I don't think they did Quest 1, but I, I I was only concentrating on Quest 2, so sorry about the peeps who are listening who have got Quest 1, but check out Upload VR's video on that if you want to see any comparisons. But what I saw with the visuals is that, okay, there's going to be a visual difference, but it doesn't look too bad. It doesn't look too bad at all. And I'll have more to say about that once I get into it for, for next week's episode, and I'll probably put a video out on Sniper Elite as well, because it is, like I said, one of the most anticipated titles that I had. Now, what I also found from it is that it's a five to seven hour experience, which is solid. It's not Walking Dead solid, but it's, you know, the Walking Dead's such an outlier. I think Walking Dead's like 12 to 14 hours, (laughs) Saints and Sinners, which is ridiculous. I don't think any other game on the Quest 2 library anyway has ever got close to that, ever got close to that. And that's why that game's $45, and fair enough, because that game is fantastic. Um, but no, Sniper Elite still five to seven hours, which I think is solid. It's great for a VR title. I think a lot of experiences are either, well, not counting, the, obviously, the VR film, like I spoke about, Midnight Noir, but, like, most VR titles will probably range from up to three hours tops, up to three hours tops, or it'll be, like, a mini-type game where, I don't know, say it's, like, Walkabout mini golf or Synth Riders or something, where it's just, you know, these are, like... You know, it depends how how long you want to spend in it. But the actual story games, actual games which have a story to, five to seven hours is solid. And I think that's really good. Um you get a lot of value in that, I would say. Now the one flaw that I kind of heard about uh, I think Upload VR mentioned this in their, their review, was that in order to get to the next level of the game, you have to hit a number of stars. And what I mean by number of stars is that you have like three mission objectives, say, um, so say one of them will be get 10 headshots, or get, uh, yeah, like say 10 headshots, for example, if you don't get that, you'll lose a star. So then your ranking of a mission will be like two stars, or one star, de- depending on how you did in the, f- in the mission, or how quickly you completed it, etc, etc. The thing is, if you don't get enough stars, you can't unlock the next level. Now, I don't mind that for a game which has, like, little mini-games or or always based on that. So, for example, uh, one of the reviews that I did recently was Headmaster. Now, Headmaster is a uh, soccer slash football, however you want to call it, um, heading game. And the thing is, once you you, uh, go past the levels, um, you have to do this exam to get through the next stage. But in order to unlock the exam, you need a number of stars, uh, so a number of points, basically, in the level. Now, I think that works fine in something like that, but in Sniper Elite, where it's a story-based game, it doesn't seem like it makes any sense to me to have the fact that you have to grind in a way just to get into the other levels. Now, that's what they said in the Upload VR um, review. They said it took the guy, I can't remember his name, but he took seven hours to complete the game. But a couple of those hours were probably because he had to grind and grind just to try and get the next level unlocked. So I don't really like that, to be honest. If if it is a story-based game like a lot of the World War Two shooters are in the past, um, I don't like that. I don't want to be like, okay, I'll be on a level where I've completed it, but I haven't got three stars, so I need to keep grinding, grinding, grinding until I master that level. To get to the next one like I understand it if it was just a, sni- if it was a sniper game where you'll just be literally you'll be in different scenarios and you're just sniping but if this is a story game then I don't see the purpose of needing that grind in order to get to the next level but obviously I'll be the judge of that when I when I play it and even with that flaw it seems like we're moving in the right direction and not just because not just for world war two shooters um, obviously, like, Medal of Honor didn't do so well, but even though I liked it, but I'm not meaning it in that sense, I'm meaning it seems like we're moving in the right direction in just story-based games. I think we've had a spectacular one like Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, but we've not had that much of these story-based games, and we've had a lot of VR mini-games, and I'll talk about that later on when we go on to our main topic of the show with, is VR is VR lame right now? Um, But we have, we've had a lot of games which are like mini games, you know, or party games, or don't get me wrong, I love games like Walkabout Minigolf, but I'd love a game like Saints and Sinners now and again, you know, Saints and Sinners came out last year, but anyway, I'll I'll talk about that more later when we talk about is VR lame right now, but I think that we're moving into the right direction, and with the positive or generally positive Sniper Elite VR, Uh, reviews. Um, I'm definitely happy to hear that and I can't wait to dive into next week okay so a couple things before we head into our main topic of the show if you just want to skip ahead then there was always timestamps in the description but Samson did put in a request he wanted me to plug in synth riders obviously he loves to talk about synth riders every single episode and even when he's not in here he still wants me to talk about synth riders (laughs) but he does have a point because synth riders is getting a new music pack this week it's from uh, Caravan Palace And also, to celebrate that, this weekend, um, so depending on when you're listening to it, I'm currently recording on July 8th, so it'll be on July 10th. Um, The devs are going to be in the multiplayer lobbies. Now, if you didn't know already, in Synth Riders, every Saturday, and I believe Sunday as well, uh, They've host multiplayer lobbies uh, all the time now you can obviously play in the multiplayer lobbies all week But they have like themed events every single weekend uh, Saturday night synth fever I believe is what it used to what it used to be called or still is called um, But this time the devs are going to be jumped in, jumping into it. So from 6 p.m. On July 10th on the Saturday uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time that is so that'll be 9 Eastern And then you can do the conversions wherever you are. Uh, I know that we have got a few Uh, listeners in Australia so I don't know what the Australian time is for that but if you're a big synth riders fan then just convert that for yourself but yeah the the devs are going to be in there so you can chat to the devs in there and they said they're going to have a long night so it could just be a whole night of just dancing in synth riders which is going to be fun and I don't know if Samson, I know Samson's taken his VR headset with him on the road of course because he's um VR mad even on holiday he needs that immersion so I don't know if he's actually jumping into it I should have asked him that um, but nevertheless we'll guess we'll find out next week but yeah that's the synth writers plug that Samsung wanted to put in and finally I just wanted to quickly say before we move on to the topic is uh, depending on one time you're listening to this you probably is probably already out uh, I have a chess club Gameplay slash review uh, up on the channel. Uh, If you're if you like chess, you are gonna freaking freaking love Chess Club. I'm not lying. Like this is freaking amazing. Um, I I like chess. You know, I don't really play that often, but I like chess. I know how to play, and um, this game is great. It has hand tracking, uh, so you can pick up the pieces, uh, and they have a, a couple of different boards. So they have one standard chess one, and they have another one which is more of interactive chess. So the pieces are like I don't know. If you remember that back back in the day with the um, with the Harry Potter uh, with the Harry Potter? I can't remember which it was, the first or second film when they have the chess pieces. But it's like it's actually interactive. So the chess pieces will literally walk up to each other and like hit each other if you, if you want to take them out. Actually, a better example, I'd say it would be like the Star Wars chess, like you see in the film with the holograms. But this would be actual pieces. But they actually hit each other. The the queen casts spells on you. Like it's like a bit of a Demio version of chess. You know, obviously not with all the um, RPG elements because it is still chess by the end of the day. But be- the judging on the like just the character models um, and getting a lot of Demio vibes. And I think the expansion on this game could be epic, like, if they have the budget, or manage to snag a license from, like, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, as we spoke about, Game of Thrones, Robin Hood, something like that, and have those pieces in the game, like, imagine if you had, like, you had your wizard, which is, like, the bishop, and that's your two Gandalfs on either side, you know, um, and then you have different, you have the, um, obviously you have the whites could be um, with the hobbits and such, and then the darks, uh, the dark uh, the dark side, or shall I say the the black, um, could be with like Saruman and all that. So that would be epic. I think I think if a lot of the Rings had a Chess Club expansion, I think they'll sell so many units. But obviously they'll need the license to that. But nevertheless, the two maps they have inside is really good, and it's also a really peaceful, relaxing game. So that's like Chess Club in a quick nutshell. Um, I would definitely check out the little gameplay review. Um, there's timestamps in that review so you can just jump in and jump in and out of what you want to see. But yeah, Chess Club is freaking awesome. Okay, so on to the main topic of the show and uh, fellow YouTuber Matteo 311 uh good friend of the show. Um, he was actually on the Oculus Quest uh, showcase predictions episode. That was a bonus episode. It won't be on the podcast platforms, but it is on the YouTube Uh, With his prediction, but he put out a video the other day was which is called is VR or VR is lame right now is kind of what his claim was and what he was stating in that video was that last year We got Half-Life Alex, walking dead boneworks I know two of those titles are for the PC VR or Oculus link if you have a PC VR but he says like since then there's been a lot of disappointing hardware and software um, there's been it's kind of funny. He mentioned how overhyped a lot of these VR YouTubers, and me alone as well. I'm not, I'm not gonna skimp away from this one. Um, I've been like overplaying the Oculus Quest updates. Now I just want to say, for my defense, I do think the 28 update and the 26 update and the 23 update was big updates. But nevertheless, he is right. A lot of you VR YouTubers have just got nothing really exciting to report on. Um they've just been reporting on these updates or little things or a lot of clip baked titles as well. It's like this update or oh, is gonna change your change like change your like Oculus quest experience forever and such and it's so dramatic just to get the clicks and uh I've I've seen that a lot in the community and I think that is not I won't blame anyone to be honest. I think first of all with the clicks is just that you know that's how YouTube works unfortunately. But on the second thing He's right, there is nothing exciting to report on right now, and most of the games that have come out since, like, The Walking Dead, Alex, Boneworks, and such, um, have been, like, there's been some really good games, don't get me wrong, but they remain mostly casual games, you know, you got your walkabouts, your pro putts, your synth riders, as we always speak about, your pistol whips, you know, um, mainly casual games, and he makes a good point that it's due probably to the financial risk of vr i think that's always been there and it's only going to get better as it gets more mainstream but there's a financial risk he also mentions because the quest 2 throttles it but i think that's actually a good thing that the quest 2 throttles it for quest 2 users now it might not be a good thing for vr users in general like the pc vr users but I think because of the Quest 2 being that lowest common denominator as we spoke about in Sniper Elite VR it means that the game is going to work for everyone and um, they can tailor an experience for Quest 2 owners for people who don't have a PC VR now I'm not going to lie I don't think I spoke to Samson about this but recently I've changed my setup completely I got rid of my um, PC VR setup I say that in quotation marks because what I had was a Mac Mini and an eGPU and I had the Mac Mini running Windows, um, I can like on boot camp on the side, and I'd run VR with that and surprisingly worked ridiculously well. Um mentioned Medal of Honor recent uh, earlier in the show and it crushed it, it crushed Medal of Honor. And I was quietly laughing in the corner when a lot of people were having troubles and I was like, well, you got a cool PC, Windows, blah, 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 and I've just got this Mac Mini running and it works. But anyway that's beside the point but yeah I got rid of my um that setup recently because I am gonna be on the road for a little bit in August so I went for the laptop setup I went for MacBook and uh uh, got rid of my Mac mini and such so I can no longer play PC VR titles so for me personally and I think for a lot of Quest 2 owners you know they having it throttled on the Quest 2 is actually beneficial beneficial for us um, because it means that we're going to get these games, and even though they might not look as good, it means that they'll work well. Um, and I think most people, in terms of the PC VR space, I know we're going off topic slightly, but um, it's it's a lot of money for PC VR. It is. It's like with the with the graphics card, with the um, well, with the, with the graphics card, with the actual PC setup alone, um, then you've got, uh, what we're going to say, then, then you've got the actual headsets itself, like, if you don't use an Oculus Quest 2 with a link, if you do use a, um, a Vive, or, um, one of the, uh, the Steam one, I forgot what it's called on the top of my head now, um, but if you, u- an Index, sorry, if you use all these different, uh, VR headsets—they are expensive. They are really expensive and cumbersome setup and everything like that. So I don't think that's going to be a mainstream thing. So I think the throttling on the Quest too. I don't think that's so bad um, in terms of. I don't. Th- I also don't think that's the. Pro- that's why VR is on currently on a low right now. I don't think the throttling is the thing, but. Um, He mentions the lull, the kind of the low and the lame and the lull is basically across all games. And it's right, it's summertime. Uh, I think anyone who's been a gamer for years and years now knows that summertime is not really a big gaming time. Like, games normally come out in the fall, or a lot of games recently now have come out, or since the PS4, I would say, have come out in like February or March. Or they'll come out just before the summer in May. Um... Rarely you'll get big games coming out in June, July, August. And I think that's a marketing thing, to be honest. I think not, you know, it's summertime. I think a lot of people... Uh, go out during the summer, go on vacation and such, and I think launching a game during that time is probably not the best time anyway, um, I think launching in the fall, you know, and plus you've got the holidays, you know, you've got Christmas coming up as well, um, or the days when most of the time outside, you know, unless you're living in California or some other hot country or such, or hot city or whatever, I would say that um, most of the time, you know, it's probably going to be bad weather for most of the days. So that's probably when you want to get your gaming in or stay in and play, play your gaming. So, yeah, it's, it, there's always going to be a lull in the, in this in the summertime. Um, but he does mention, and something that I really agree about is that there's not much know that we, not much that we know for fall time when it comes to VR. Yeah, we got Resident Evil 4. Which is going to come out which i'm super excited for i'm honestly when i look more and more at that game i'm not too sure how it's gonna run and how, it, or how it's gonna play but i'm still excited about it my expectations are not that high anymore but i'm still excited about it but also you got lone echo 2 for the pc vr players or for the oculus link players that's coming out in september and there might be a couple more titles that i'm forgetting but there's not much that we know and i think that might be slightly worrying Um, I would say probably not. I think a lot of Quest 2 owners are like new to VR. Um, so I wouldn't worry about it too much because there is so much on the catalog that there is left to play for people who haven't really got into VR that much yet or have only picked it up this year. Or when the Quest 2 picked it up, you know, that was the first time I picked it up. But I guess it is a concern for people who have had the VR headset for ages or play loads and loads of games and go through it, you know. Um, I really want to kind of revisit this when Samson's on the podcast because he's the type of guy who will play a lot of VR games. He owns a lot of VR titles. And even though I joke about it um, with him all the time, um, the thing is, he's probably in that boat where he's like, hmm, there's probably not much going on. But I don't want to really speak for him. I, I want to kind of, in- I'm interested to see what his thoughts on, is he feeling a little right now for someone who has a lot of, or owns a lot of VR titles or is he p- pretty happy with it in-, in general? Like for me personally, I would just be not worried, but slightly concerned on what's happening in the fall. Because like I said, Resident Evil 4, Lone Echo, Lone Echo 2, which Lone Echo 2, as of now, I can't really play because I don't have the PC setup, but we'll maybe address that later on um, when it comes to it. But so at the moment, Resident Evil 4, I'm not really sure what's only on Quest 2 slash Quest 1. Oh, by the way, yeah, Resident Evil 4 is not even on Quest 1. So if you're on Quest 1, you're kind of worried sick right now. And, uh, and there's no surprise. I think a lot of VR developers are probably waiting for the PlayStation VR uh, to come out. Because that's next se- next uh, summertime, I think, they said that will be released. And when the PlayStation VR came out, that was the biggest selling VR um, console around by far. And there's no surprise because how big PlayStation brand is. So... I think a lot of VR developers could be holding back, and maybe that's the that's the console we get for all these VR players. You know, I don't want to sway you from the Quest too, but it could be that's that's the one that's where you're gonna get a lot of the titles if they come to Quest. I I, I do not know, but we'll see because um it's July, we've got a few updates to some games this this coming month. Sniper Elite just came out. Salmon, uh, is it Salmon Max? I believe I I don't know that series to be honest, but um that came out. Uh, today, you had Chess Club that came out today, Uh, Demio had the Rat King expansion, and it also now has a Dungeon Master, (laughs) which I don't know if you heard about, I would definitely check out that video, it's it's, it's pretty insane, but uh, pretty cool to have a Dungeon Master in there, so a lot of the games that we have at the moment are getting really good updates, Um, I don't, yeah, VR is lame right now, I guess you could say, but at the same time, it's just games in general. I don't think it's a VR thing in in the end of the day. Um, and in September, we'll have the Facebook Connect. We'll have the Facebook Connect. And, you know, that's when we'll see more titles. And the way, you you must notice, like, the way Oculus do things, and I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it. I've said it on the show before, and I'll probably say it again. And I'll say it again now, actually, that the way Facebook does its games, for example, like Carve Snowboarding or Chess Club, you know, Um, Came out of nowhere like they normally just kind of announce it and then it's out It's out like the next two days or surprise or they've announced it say at the showcase for example with Carve snowboarding They announced it for summer and then all of a sudden Carve goes on Twitter goes. Yeah, it's coming out tomorrow (laughs) it's just like randomly and I Don't like that approach only because VR is so new and I would like them to have like a little bit of a pipeline I'm not saying okay Comes Facebook Connect September here. All well, this, is what happened, right? Here's, um, here's, um, uh, what was it? Assassin's Creed, um, and Splinter Cell. There's your teasers. We've not heard anything since, and I don't like that. I don't like that's too much of a long gap. But if like Facebook Connect is like, okay, this is these are the games that are gonna come within the first six months. Have a launch window, you know, when when it when they announced when the when it came out in September, they should have had a launch window going. Okay, we're gonna have a few titles here, and then a few titles will be coming in the February. It just gets people excited and gets people who have just bought a quest to thinking. Oh wow, there's like okay, we've got so many great experiences already, but at the same time, we've got so much more to look forward to. You know, we can only guess. We can only guess that Star Wars or Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the second part, kind of. Um, will be coming out soon, they've already spoke about that, but the Jurassic World Aftermath, that, we still don't know when that's going to come out, we assume it's fall, they did say fall before, but they haven't said it, well they said 2021 before, so now that's summertime, we're assuming that it's going to be fall, Um, we don't know anything about that game, that's going to be probably announced, which is cool, but a little pipeline, you know, I think that would be, that would be nice to just know what, what some devs are working on, um, you know, that'd be, that'd be great to see, but unfortunately we just don't have that, and now September to fall, we just don't know. But the thing is, like I said, because Oculus like to just drop it, um, when, when, the when, drop it like it's hot in a way, you know, the game just kind of comes out. Um, I would say in September the connects gonna happen, and because there's not gonna be any hardware, um, Bosworth actually mentioned that, that, um, that came out on upload VR the other day but i think it was referring to a um interview with Barth- Bosworth. If you don't know he's the um i think he's a senior vice president for VR and AR. Could be slightly wrong on that but that's he's, he's around that title and he mentioned that he's mentioned Quest Pro before. He's mentioned the Quest Pro um and but the thing is, he says it's nothing's going to come out this year when it comes to hardware. And I, I believe him. I don't think it's going to be like Nintendo where they're like, yeah, there's no Switch hardware this year. And then, bang, here's the OLED one that comes out in October. Um, which, by the way, I freaking love that that screen. But they kind of copped out with that chip. Anyway, this is not a Nintendo podcast. But, um, yeah, he already said that there's not going to be a... Quest 2 out this or quest pro or a uh, new hardware is what he said this year So I kind of I will believe him I don't think he would say that and then you know it will come out. I don't think that's that's the right thing to do um, So there's not going to be any hardware this year. He they, he did say that they're exploring different ways uh, Like accessories wise and to, to immerse you in VR and such so it could bring like an eye tracking attachment or not an eye tracking attachment a mouth tracking attachment just like uh, HTC did Uh, recently with their Vive they could add something like that or maybe I'd love like um on Oculus like gun attachment I think because the amount of gun games that's on there give us a cool gun attachment you know give us basically the PSVR aim controller but with actual haptic feedbacks and that would be fantastic um but yeah they they could probably bring, bring out some accessories like that a better elite strap please my elite strap did break Uh, quick side note, uh, the other day, I did buy a new one, because I'm waiting for the warranty to come in, I really like the Elite strap, so I bought a new one, I know people and Samson are probably like, no, 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 you should have bought a different one, but I like that strap, you know, but that broke the other day, but maybe a better Elite strap will be nice um, in September, but I think what's going to happen, because in the Facebook connect, like I said, the hardware is not going to be there, because I've already said it, it's just going to be games, games, games. Then, in my opinion, um, for what they're going to come out. And I think a lot of those games are all going to come out within the next two months. They're going to come out um, in October or November or, or the early December. I don't think... Maybe they'll tease something big. I hope they say something about Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed. That would be nice. Or that can be in the games pile that gets announced way too early and nothing ever happens. But... Um, Yeah, I think that's what will happen, September's gonna come and then we're gonna bang 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 October, November, December One of my predictions for that, I don't know. It's still too early, but, you know, me and Samson will definitely do a predictions episode of what we want to see. It'll probably be way over the top like we did for the Oculus showcase, but it's fun to do, you know. It's fun to do, but that's for later. But so, just give a round circle here. VR is lame right now. I guess you could say it's lame, but I don't think it's VR is lame. I just think gaming is always lame in 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 the summertime if you're always keeping up with the latest games. Um, but I think for us casual gamers, like I would suggest, even though I do this for, uh, YouTube, I would still suggest that I'm a casual VR, um, gamer. I don't play that much. I only play it for, for, for the channel or a little bit here and there in my spare time. It's so not lot not a lot of time, you know, in the day, but, you know, I think for us casual, or or just us Quest 2 owners who don't really have a PC VR, I don't think we're worried at all. I think there's a lot to keep us going. And summertime, we're probably going to be more outside or, or doing other things. And then when it comes to September, Facebook are going to be hard hitting. I I expect them to be hard hitting because you've got the PSVR coming out next year. I think they want to have some, you know, a lot of Quest owners before that happens because I think a lot of people could jump ship. Uh, I think they should be worried about it to be honest. But that's for another topic. But um, but yeah, I think don't worry about it. I think September the Facebook Connects going to come in and it's just going to go bang 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 game after game after game. Hopefully not too many shooters, but <laughs> we'll see. And I think we'll wrap the podcast up here. My voice is starting to go. I do really appreciate having a co-host more than ever, you know, to just just relax my vocal cords a little bit. But I think we're going to stop right here. I just want a quick announcement on the channel right now like I said chess club um, review slash gameplay should already be out by the time you're listening to this I want to say a big shout out to the three patrons that we had this week Um, amazing Uh, absolutely amazing I'm really humbled by the support no matter if you give a dollar or 25 dollars it doesn't really matter Um, whatever you give is is great it um, it really is really humbling when you do that and obviously this is like just a side thing for me so it's never really about money or anything it's just it's just nice to have the support um especially when your elite strap breaks and you need to buy a new strap you're okay you know so thank you so much to the patrons again um and one final thing is that at the moment i don't know if it start next tuesday or the the week after um but i really want to do a indie tuesdays now i think what I saw, I was just doing some research on what people kind of wanted on the channel, and I'm open to suggestions. Like, if there's any type of video that you really want on the channel, let me know. Whether you send me a DM on Twitter, you write into the um to the Oculus email, which I'm not going to say for the fifth time on <laughs> the show. It's all in the description, or you just send me a message on Oculus. You know, the someone called Eric Prowse. Um, he um he's one of my friends on face on the Oculus. Um, and he sent me a message the other day saying he loves the videos, but he would prefer more gameplays. And I was like, great, I hear you. Gameplays is what people want. Um, what I did on some research, I just had a look at what other, other people wanted from other channels. You know, a little bit sneaky research, is that a lot of people want some indie stuff. You know, I think Lipnox VR does a great, great job on indies. Absolutely fantastic. He was a, a friend of the show, a guest on the show a few episodes back. He's fantastic for indies, um, and he's definitely going to know more knowledge than me when it comes to stuff like SideQuest. But I think having something like Indie Tuesdays, so every Tuesday, come out with some random indie title um, just to show off a little bit of gameplay for it. Like nothing like breathtaking reviews or anything like that. Um, But just to show you like, hey, here's an indie. I just want to give it some some love because a lot of these indies, especially on something like App Lab, which is growing, growing heavily right now with App Lab, they get lost, and plus App Lab's, like, awful, we spoke about it before with Lipnox on the show, App Lab is awful when it comes to, um, the UI, when it comes to, like, just trying to find games, like, you have to go on SideQuest, to be honest, to really have a good, at a good list, look at a good list, so, I think it'd be good to just have, like, an Indie Tuesday, so, just to show some limelight of some Indie games, I've got lots of, um, developers, Indie developers who always message me, um, which is really nice of them to, and send me their code, but, I, don't really not, I haven't featured many of them onto the channel, so it'd be nice to um, just have a dedicated day, Indie Tuesdays, to just uh, to show off um, one of their games, or just play, like, nothing long, like five to ten minutes of just some gameplay and just, just to check out a title. So I think that'd be nice to give the indies some love, um, because I don't think Oculus gives indies a love at all, to be honest, they kind of just show off Beat Saber or Creed is kind of the two golden childs for some reason because Creed is not that great. But anyway, um, they kind of show that off all the time, but they don't really give as much love to indies and I'd, I'd like to do that uh, on the channel as more. So I would probably have something like Indie Tuesdays and then on Fridays, the podcast will come out and then somewhere wedged in between either a Wednesday or Thursday, that's when we'll put like the regular video out. So, so another gameplay or a tips and tricks video or a review um, or accessories or something, whatever, you know, whatever. Whatever is happening that week. So more about that on the channel soon. Obviously, if you see an indie that comes out on Tuesday, that means it's starting. Indie Tuesdays is here. If you don't see it next Tuesday, then I've delayed it to the week after because I haven't got the time to do the indies yet. But thank you so much for listening to me. I bet you're sick of my half British, half Canadian accent. Um, <laughs> you know, it's been it's been tough kind of doing it to the podcast on the own, but. I um, hope you still enjoyed it. I hope I wasn't waffling on too much or talking less sense. I think Samson, when it comes to main topics, he definitely talks more sense. But anyway, thanks so much for listening. Subscribe. Um, I, there's no video to like, so I don't know why I'm saying that. Um, next week, we'll be back to regular schedule and programming. We probably won't be posting on the scheduled day of Friday because I'm trying to get a guest, um, a VR developer, at the moment on the show and i'm going to kind of cater to whatever he he needs so it could be a little bit delayed for next week's episode but i'll keep it posted on the socials um and on the youtube now i can like message on youtube as well so i'll keep it posted on the socials and the youtube and of course to the patrons on the on patreon.com forward slash playtestvr um but until then or until the next video i'll see you then